Hello. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Beyond the Bunsen, a podcast on science, sabor, and self-care. I'm your host, Joseph Lara, a Mexican-American med student with a passion for learning, food, and health. I'm excited to be bringing you this podcast where I share my thoughts and discoveries. Hopefully, we'll dive into topics that pique my curiosity, offering insights into health, well-being, and more with occasional glimpses into the tapestry of Latinx culture. If you're interested in staying up to date with all things podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Bunsen for behind-the-scenes content, updates, and maybe some fun moments. I'll try to update that um, as regularly as I can. Speaking of fun moments, today's episode is going to be about hobbies and the intense enthusiasm that can often surround them. When I was around 10 years old, I remember falling in love with the idea of becoming a professional soccer player. Back then, money was tight, but after a few months of hounding my parents, I finally managed to convince them to buy me a pair of orange Nike soccer cleats and a mini backyard soccer goal. I knew if I had just the right equipment, I'd finally be able to put in the work and take my soccer skills to the next level. Of course, probably don't have to point out that this childhood dream never became a reality. I'm sure, this podcast, among other things, would be quite different if I were a professional soccer player instead of a medical student. But... At the time, and for a period of about six months, I was completely obsessed with playing soccer. I would spend all day and night in my backyard wearing those cleats, practicing my shooting and dribbling skills. Looking back, it's pretty easy to see that this football fixation was likely a direct result of the 2010 World Cup. After all, everything started when I got back from a Dallas trip, where I spent most of my time at my great-grandparents' house glued to the couch watching the World Cup. Though I've grown older, bigger, and hopefully wiser, I don't think I've outgrown that mindset, at least not entirely. I'm still experiencing bursts of intense interest in newfound pastimes or pursuits. I usually dive headfirst into forums or YouTube channels, learning just about everything I can, spending entire days and nights immersing myself in this newfound passion. Most times, just thinking, learning, or talking about this interest is enough to ignite my excitement. And practicing and improving at the hobby is almost always a fulfilling and enjoyable use of my time. And sometimes get to a point where I put off other more important things, if you'll allow me to use air quotes that you can't see. Of course, this intense interest doesn't last forever. Days quickly turn into weeks and weeks into months. And before you know it, that once thrilling hobby has transformed into just another part of your routine. If it's something like cooking, baking, or crocheting, it might seamlessly blend into your daily life, but for pursuits like photography, videography, or PC building, it could easily turn into something like a full-fledged job. Regardless, it seems like the end of this honeymoon phase has almost always coincided with a lull in my life. I transition from periods of intense and constant excitement to moments where everything feels a bit more ordinary. Sometimes I can even grow disinterested in what was once my pastime. I remember one summer during high school, just before my senior year, I was at home playing video games pretty much all day long. At first, it was fantastic. I'd wake up, turn on my Xbox 360, fire up Call of Duty, and dive into matches. I'd take a few breaks for lunch, dinner, and chores, but other than that, gaming was my focus. If I ever got bored, I could just switch to another game. But one day towards the tail end of that summer, I woke up. 
And after some time hopping between games, I realized this isn't really fun anymore. Gaming had somehow managed to lose its appeal. When I went back to school that August, on the first day of class, during homeroom, one of my good friends asked me what I did all summer. We talked, and he mentioned how he had started working at Marshall's that summer. I remember within a month, I found myself working as a TJX associate at the same Marshall's, where my tasks included building card towers and counting clothes in the fitting room. Luckily, I never really lost my interest in gaming. A quick look at my Steam stats and Xbox Gamer score will show that I'm still a bit of a fan. However, at that time, it was just about the last thing I wanted to do. Interestingly, within a year, I felt the exact same way about working. <laughs> Since then, I've picked up a few more hobbies, and many have come and gone, but a few have stuck. In conversations with some of my friends from school, I've noticed that this ebb and flow of intense hobby interests seems to be quite common. Looking back, it seems like the hobbies I've been able to sustain the most are the ones that I've had easy access to. Cooking, baking, gaming, podcasting, reading, and more have always been readily available. Libraries and secondhand consoles made reading and gaming pretty easy. Eating has always been significant in my family, with each gathering, no matter how small, turning into a feast with plenty of dishes and desserts brought by everyone. Uh, seeing my parents cook food made me want to try it out. And Alton Brown's Good Eats, a cooking show on the Food Network from the early 2000s, made me feel confident enough in the kitchen to try new things. If the barriers to entry had been higher, or if my friends and families had different interests, I might have never tried these wonderful pastimes. It's hard to pinpoint what has allowed me to stick with these interests. Initially, it might seem like slowing down and not diving too deep is the reason I've maintained my interest. But almost every hobby I've ever had has started with a high excitement introductory period where I can't stop thinking about it. Some might point to cost, but hobbies like reading and podcasting, aside from the inherent uh, cost of living in a developed country where these are readily available, have a relatively low cost. Library card is pretty easy to get and it's pretty much all you need to access books or the internet. Creative hobbies that are generative, are somehow just as enjoyable as, albeit sometimes more energetically demanding and more expensive, than my passive hobbies. When it comes down to it, I think what's allowed me to keep up with these interests has been my on-again, off-again approach. Doing what I enjoy for as long as I'm enjoying it, and having something else to turn to when I lose interest, has, up until now, worked well for me. I'm sure this isn't anything new or revolutionary, after all, we all like doing things that make us happy, but sometimes it can be tough to find new things that bring you that joy. Having friends, family, or even coworkers who encourage you to explore new experiences can act as a catalyst, reigniting that spark of curiosity and bringing you closer to rediscovering that sense of joy and excitement. Keep in mind, not everything you try will resonate with you, um, but once you've found two or three hobbies to switch between, I think that's all you really need to have a solid source of contentment and satisfaction. As a bonus, you could consider sharing your hobbies and interests with others, whether it's a casual conversation about what you've learned or something more tangible, like a baked good. I've always found it to be rewarding and refreshing. In the world of hobbies, we've explored the exhilarating highs and the quieter moments when enthusiasm wanes. 
What's important is recognizing that a cycle is a natural part of our journey. Hobbies enrich our lives and contribute to our personal growth and well-being. As we embrace the ebb and flow of our passions, it can be helpful to remember that the journey is just as important as the destination. Every hobby, whether a fleeting fascination or a lifelong pursuit, leaves its mark, shaping us into who we are. Not all hobbies have to be a means to an end. Some can be an end in and of itself. That's to say, some hobbies can be enjoyed purely for the experience they provide. With that being said, I want to express my thanks for joining me on this inaugural episode of Beyond the Bunsen. Uh, If you're listening to this, I really appreciate it. If you've enjoyed today's discussion on hobbies, stay tuned for our episode next week. I'm planning on releasing it Thursday, October 12th. We'll be delving into another captivating topic that I'm sure will pique your curiosity. Until then, remember to follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Bunsen for behind-the-scenes content, updates, and maybe some fun moments. I'm Joseph Lara, your host, signing off. Stay curious, stay passionate, and keep exploring the world of science, sabor, and self-care. Thank you for listening. Bada boom.